1: Philly. Bird gang. Yeah. D-shot.
3: D-shot.
1: They got enemies, got a lot of enemies. Everybody hating on that bird gang energy. Bird gang. They trying to take the wave that we on. Oh. Check it and respect it, bruh. It's fourth and jump. Yeah. Ooh, we. Yeah, we got that loud pipe. Hi. This, that show. All bird gangs alike. Agail, E-Rock, Evan, the homie Mike. Ain't no show keeping up in sight. Good question, Yeah. Guys. yeah. When you watching them birds play, right. thoughts go through your mind about some misplays. Damn. Backstage politics, right. who's next on the trade block? Next. Tune in to Fourth and John, get your answers, bruh. If you be in the city, just know that we get busy. We Time miss. there's a whole game tailgate, we're we cheering on them birds, uh, singing that fight song. E A G L E S, we all look. We from Philly. you don't know we run these streets the same way the birds run that nfc east giants is weak skins is trash cowboys every season what that ass look it ain't no competition we here for those who listen want nothing but the facts that ego coalition we could give two fucks about your trash ass team our concern is about that black that white that midnight green the feathers on the helmet bruh, our hearts indebted fly eagles fly what it's about bruh i said it look up but I just got to know one thing.
3: Canem. Are you ready? Goes into a long count. No, I said, are you ready? Canna
4: goes into a long count. Straightens up. Takes the snap. Here comes the rush. He's hit, and it's intercepted. It's picked off by Robinson. Robinson at the 30. Touch back across the field. Patrick Robinson looks for a block. Now he's at the 20. He's at the 15. The 10, the 5. Touchdown,
3: Patrick Robinson! We're going to the fucking Super Bowl, motherfucker! What's up, home of the National Football Conference Champions, Philadelphia! Philadelphia!
5: We are live broadcasting from the beautiful New Media Studios right outside of Philadelphia. Welcome to the 4th & John Philly Influencer Joint. And I never in my wildest dreams thought I'd say it. The 4th & John Super Bowl Preview Show. Part one, baby. Part one. This is team is on the verge of doing something that has never been done before. This team is on the brink of making history. This team is on the cusp of changing everything forever. For every Dallas fan that has ever looked you in the eye and told you how many rings you got. For every jerk off at your office that has sent you an empty meme of an empty trophy case. For every person that has told you that your team ain't about shit, this team is on the verge of changing everything. And you can't tell me that this Super Bowl means more to the New England Patriots than it does to the Philadelphia Eagles. It means more to us than anybody. This is just another ring on another finger for Tom Brady. This is just another parade for some snot-nosed little punk who doesn't even know what tough times look like. This is for every Eagles fan who has sat out there in the cold, the wet, and the rain and didn't bitch about it. This is for every Eagles fan that was a season ticket holder since Franklin Field. This is every for every Eagles fan that has had to put up with the Giants and the Cowboys and the Redskins bullshit. This is for Donovan. This is for Jaworski. This is for Cunningham. This is for Brown. This is for Reggie White. This is for Harold Carmichael. This is for Trotter. Everybody, this is for us right here, right now, because we are going to the Super Bowl. And I don't want to be one of those rude, animal, undisciplined, jerk-off Eagles fans like we've been portrayed. So, Gail, if you don't mind, I would like to introduce our guest first, if that's okay with you, okay. my friend.
3: <laughs> Fighting
5: out of yes. the red corner, representing PhillyInfluencer.com. You can see him on Fox 29, Mr. Sean Bra dude! You
6: got me ready to go. I, I wish this game was tonight. What an intro! What an introduction by you, man! You, you you nailed it. It's for everybody. It's for the the previous players, decades of players, coaches that have never hoisted the Lombardi. Unbelievable intro by you, and you're so right. This is for everybody.
5: Thank you very much, sir. And up next, first time I get to work with this gentleman, but always have appreciated his work. Also from PhillyInfluencer.com, Mr. T. Tony! Now, I don't know how you, you You
4: just made all it worth it today, dealing with all these Minnesota trolls on Twitter. So <laughs> I appreciate it. I really do.
5: You're, you are certainly welcome. And a veteran of the 4th and John podcast, Mr. Adrian FedQ. How are you today, sir? I am doing fantastic. The Eagles are in the Super Bowl, damn it! They made it! Super They're Ball. there! We got one more game. One more game. Unbelievable. Gail was there. Uh, We met out in the parking lot. But as you have that, dare I call it, shit-eating grin on your face (laughs) that I've grown to know and love so much, Mr. Eagle Sessions on Twitter, how the fuck are you today?
7: Still in shock and awe a little bit, but uh, that gut feeling has become a fucking reality. I've, I've waking up with that gut feeling for so damn long, and it's... It's finally here. Uh, It's like surreal. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but then if you look at this game in a microcosm, on the the plays that were made, whether it was touchdown or turnover, you got to give hats off to this football collective, the Brain Trust, Harry Roseman, uh, Douglas, uh, Lurie, all all of them. Uh, Chris Long makes that play. Brings the pressure. Knocks Case Keenum's arm down. Who catches it? I mean, uh, I mean, Chris Long is a, is a cast off, cast off, a cast off, a Patriots reject. There I say, a retret. Mm-hmm. Patrick Robinson on a one year deal makes the interception. The guy who makes the block, Ronald Darby. I mean, it's a pick six for a fucking touchdown. I take an elbow in the back of my head by a fucking <laughs> Eagles fan, and, and and I finally see the touchdown. But, I mean, talk about uh, Derek Barnett, a rookie.
5: H- how appropriate too. You
7: know, you know, bending off the motherfucking edge, Derek Barnett, mm. a- and-, and making plays. Uh, uh, Tory Smith, a guy who's been written off by half the fan base. On this show, we talked about Tory Smith coming up and making a big play some somewhere down the line in this playoffs, and he did. Yeah. Tory uh, f- fucking Alshon Jeffrey, yeah, two tutties, showing what his worth is. Another guy, Nick Foles. Nick Foles fucking played the ball game of his life, and he played for this city. And and all that being said, these guys weren't on the fucking team last year. For so for this brain trust to bring these guys together, and with the foundation that they've laid for this uh this 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 team of leadership, leaders of men, uh, uh and, and Doug Peterson bringing it all together as one unit, you got to be fired up, man. And, and thank you, Philadelphia Eagles. We're going to the fucking Super Bowl
3: (laughs) Absolutely
5: Philadelphia, the home of the underdog And the home of the players that nobody wanted Overcoming all odds And getting the job done When the odds are stacked up against them We've got some Bud Lights here in the studio May I crack these sons of bitches open
6: Hey, hey
5: and give a little toast to our 2017 Philadelphia Eagles for getting the job done. Dilly, dilly. Dilly, dilly. Philly, dilly. dilly,
7: dilly. Hey, Trot,
5: could you get me one? (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) The man had the speech, and we left him out of the toast. Don't worry.
6: I want to say this to you, though, and it's funny. All the bitching that Minnesota did, right? And now they have to welcome us? <laughs> oh, <that's>, oh <laughs> yeah. Is that, that not right? That, I mean, that, that is, is so rough. wrong. That is wrong. As they're painting the field today, and Ooh, I put that tweet out there. It might have been my number one it. tweet I've ever had in my life, the way it just went off. People were just retweeting. And I don't know, I came across it on Facebook, but they started painting the field. And it just hit me. I was like, damn, now Minnesota has to deal with us again? <laughs>
5: Oh, that sucks. Oh, trust me. Speaking of retweets and mentions and shit blowing up, that little uh, black and whiter I did today.
6: Wow. Good Lord, man. (laughs) But you hit hit it out of the park again. I mean, you you, you took everything I was feeling Mm. and you you did it. Like, you're 100% right to the point that, you know what? We did have a bunch of idiots down there. Yeah. And that's not for now, you know, That like, who even cares, you know, like, but well, we're, we're, we're going to get sure. It. I'm sure but Yeah, yeah we're but, gonna, it's going to come, but up you said you, 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 said it, you know what? But guess what? You came down here, you went to the Rocky steps, you took the pictures, you can't piss on our doorstep and then act like we're going to ignore that. That's not how it works here in Philly. So screw you. Here I had
5: I had a great explanation from a Vikings fan who hit me up on Twitter about all that. And we'll we'll get to that. That's what you call a little teaser. Brace knows that in the business. That's that's what you call a teaser. Who's that,
6: Mike Greenberg over there? Ah,
5: Ah, ah. Easy, easy, easy. He has more hair than I do. (laughs) Hey, yo, working the social media today is our boy, Philly Mike. Philly, how you feeling today?
8: One more time, y'all. One more time.
5: We are
3: going to the Super Bowl, baby!
8: Yo, Sunday night was unbelievable. The tailgate was unbelievable. Top-notch, everything. The game was unbelievable. A freaking blowout. The Vikings fans could kiss my ass, could kiss <laughs> all of our asses. <laughs> We're going to freaking Minnesota, taking over their house, and bringing home that trophy, brothers.
5: Yeah. Say it with uh, chest. Absolutely, absolutely. I love uh, it. And next up is our intern, Lacey. Lacey, how you doing? I'm good. I'm, uh, I don't even know. I feel
9: cocky. Oh, I feel a little cocky Saturday, I don't know why I thought this was going to be a really close game Just really defensive game And just a low score, like 13-10 to I think I said And uh, I don't know why, but I was just sitting at home Saturday And I thought, you know what I really, really want a game Where they come into our city And I want them to be like Oh, you know, I'm going to take over Don't worry about it And then I want them to think Oh, you're going to do what? In our city? Yep. Yep. I don't think so. And guess what? It's exactly what happened. Exactly
5: right. what happened. Yeah, right. It's exactly what happened. It's exactly what happened. I can't even tell you. Say it with your chest. That's
9: what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm telling you. I feel cocky. I really do.
5: I love it. I love it. And next up, working the soundboard, is our boy Evan Bubblegum here, who I know has a lot to say. How are you, my friend? What's up, B?
10: Dude, I haven't taken the smile off my face since the <laughs> clock hit double zero, man. I And even before that, when the clock hit double zero at the end of the third quarter, that game was over. I got to be honest, like, Going into the Atlanta game, I was I was a little bit nervous about that. I was so confident going into this Vikings game. I didn't think it was going to be a complete stomp out, but I thought we were going to handle our business. Dude, did Nick Foles fucking handle his business, oh, man? God. My God, he was a man possessed. I got to be honest, man. This is some divine. This is some like divine intervention that's going on right I'll now. You know me. what I mean, <laughs> dude? Like this energy that's going on in the city right now. I was around during the 2008 Phillies uh, World. The series, me and Mike were talking about this before the show, Mm -hmm. the energy that's in the city right now that is just behind this team, it's even stronger than when the Phillies won, man. And, like, I I really think that, and to take the words out of Jalen Ramsey's mouth, we're going to Minneapolis, and
5: we're going to win that motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Listen, we got two shows obviously because there's 2 weeks before the Super Bowl. We're going to break down the X's and O's and get down to the nitty-gritty the matchup with the New England Patriots coming up next week. What I want to do right now is really because we're fresh off of this heading to Minneapolis, heading to the Super Bowl, we're still pumped with emotions is hear the stories. Oh, yeah. Hear the feelings. Not only from the people in the studio, but tweeting us at 4th and John. And on the phone lines, I already see the phone mm. lines are starting to light up. And trust me, we're going to get to all of you guys because we want to hear from you. But let me open it up with a little story. Mm. All right? Because I've missed all of about two games at Lincoln Financial Field during my time as a season ticket holder for the Philadelphia Eagles. And every time I exit that stadium for the last time, whether it be in a disappointing playoff loss or whether it be a disappointing end of the regular season, I always do what I like to call the Lincoln Financial Field shuffle, which is that slow, shuffling walk... Towards the exits with my head down, and I always think to oh, myself hey, fuck! Exactly. <laughs> I always think to myself, Eric. I don't talk to myself in the third person, by the way. I always think to myself, Eric, remember this moment. Mm-hmm. Because despite the fact that you're going home disappointed right now, it is going to be a long time before you're back into this stadium again. And I and I don't remember every walkout, but I always remember thinking to myself, remember this because it's going to be a long time till you come back. There's only been twice, I just turned 36, twice in my life where I've been able to walk out of that stadium with my head held high. And Sunday... I had my head held high. Yes, you did. I had my chest out. And I was high-stepping out of that stadium like Deion fucking Sanders headed to the end zone. What an unbelievable feeling. I'm
3: time.
5: Now, I'm going I'm to ask around, and I want everybody to be honest with me. Did you get a little choked up?
10: Oh,
3: Damn, bro, did you- oh hold on. Hold
5: on. We'll, we'll, we'll go around. Did you get a little teary-eyed? Because I mentioned my grandfather for the first time, which honestly is a little bit of a surprise to me last time on this podcast. And he was kind of the first Eagles fan. And I ended up sitting, there were two empty seats. I couldn't believe there was two empty seats right behind my parents. Oh, man. So during the celebration, I was right there with him. And I took a look at what used to be my seat and what used to be his seat. And I started to well up. Because he wasn't there. There have been Eagles fans that have lived their entire lives without knowing the feeling of a Super Bowl championship. When I go back to the intro and I talk about this is what this team is on the cusp of doing, that's what they're doing. They're about to make history. Not only that, I also welled up, too, because my mother said, "My mother says, look look at all the confetti. Wait, uh, did I disconnect it? I'm sorry. You're good. My mother said, look at all of this confetti sprinkling down. Because we were on the upper level seats and the confetti kind of blew up in an almost mystical Rain formation, it started raining down on the upper level. And I and I went, look, I picked up some of it. And I go, look, it's green. <laughs> <laughs> I still have some. I shit you not. I still have some. I was picking up confetti for like five minutes from the Super Bowl. I still got confetti. And, it, and it's green. So I want you to go around the room. Be honest with me. I'm going to start with you, Adrian. Did you tear up on me? Did you tear up? Oh, it got a little teary
2: out there at the end. <laughs> and, and how can you not? You think about this story and, and what this team has gone through. A month ago, we said no shot. This wasn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. Carson Wentz went down. Everybody is doubting us. So I found myself rooting for a Super Bowl even more after Carson Wentz went down. This is going to be potentially the greatest underdog sports story of all time. All time. This is a typical Philadelphia story. It's It's a Rocky movie Mm. come to life. And when you start thinking about that and what this team has gone through, all the perseverance, everything, how can you not get teary-eyed? How can you not? Doug Peterson has to hear it from Michael Lombardi for two, three years. And to see what he did with Nick Foles... 26 of 33, 350 plus yards, three touchdowns, 10 of 11 on third down, 159 yards, two touchdowns. He RPO'd the Vikings to death. Unbelievable performance.
5: Doug Peterson, this whole team, amazing. By the way, I, I I collected back up my confetti that I sprinkled on the ground because it's I was not going to keep a piece. No, no, no! It snows in Mexico more than it rains confetti in Philadelphia. Yes. So that's some special that's some special little pieces of tissue paper right there, Tony. Your emotions after the game? Where were you? Your emotions after the game? Well,
4: actually, I have three kids at home, right? So God I had so I had something planned, right? So my ten year old says, "Dad, are you really going to go out for the game? Can you just stay home?" And I'm like. All right, how do you not? Right, so I was like, all right. So we had a little party, the other three of us, and uh, my son's sitting there with homemade signs saying "Go Eagles" and and when they're winning, I'm just sitting there and I said, don't listen, dude. If they get, if they score on this first drive in the third quarter, this game's over. And he's like dad there's no way I'm like I'm telling you the game's over so I don't I don't sit in an Eagles game I'm standing my hands crossed pacing back and forth in my living room my son's jumping up and down on the sofa my other son's jumping up on the down sofa my wife's having a fit because there's trash everywhere which is even better okay and I did I started to well up a little bit and then my son dad why are you crying I'm like man I'm 39 years old guess what when you get to be 30 and you, you go on this trail for another 20 years you're going to find out what this means so absolutely if you couldn't tear up at that game it's something I always remember and it was a great great moment man absolutely
5: you know it's it's a wonderful thing to watch your kids come up so I'm a father as well a father of two it's an amazing thing to start to see the gleam in your children's eyes as they see this Eagles team go to the Super Bowl one I had my kids at the tailgate it was my son's first tailgate Mm. and the only thing I wanted to do there And I downloaded the Lion King before the game, the Lion King. I stood up on my beer bong ladder, and I held him out to the crowd like Simba. Oh, so when you're going to win a Super Bowl? Mr. Sean Brace. Yeah, I I
6: didn't cry because I was getting my ass kicked as far as working is concerned. Uh, But uh, when you pulled out the confetti out of your wallet, it did remind me that... uh, uh, I bought a 50-50 ticket, so if you could find out if I won, <laughs> I have no idea. I had 100, uh, and just, I would imagine, it, just so you know, the Falcons game, they it, they set an NFL record for the most money made at NFL 50-50 And Eagles how much did. was that? It was like 186. Guess, how,
5: mu- guess, guess how much the, it was when they announced The
6: girl said it was t- over, t- she said it's going to be over 200. Was it over 200?
5: Quarter mil. 225.
6: Wow. Well, Ooh. they set the record again, and I don't know if it was claimed. So could you find out If it, if it was sold it. I, we, I, don't, I don't know
5: either But if Sean Brace <laughs> Is holding the winning <laughs> oh ticket Right yeah. now yeah. We're, all going, yeah, yeah. Oh, t- oh, we're yeah. all going to the table We're all going to the table Yes
3: And we're going to the Fucking sizzler too. Yeah yeah We're we
6: going out It's on me it's on. <laughs> I just want to say this And, and I'll pass the mic But uh, so after the game uh, I was running uh, basically interviews inside the locker room. I didn't. I got they ran my one interview, but it wasn't about me. It was just you know microphone in front of Alshon Jeffrey, whatever, or Zach Ertz, excuse me. But I I tweeted this out yesterday. I talked to nine players, five four on offense, five on defense. You name them. Uh, basically, I spoke to them. Alshon Jenkins, whatever. The two guys that stuck with me the most were Lane and Jenkins. But bottom line is, everybody in that locker room man, they just won the NFC championship game, and it wasn't like, like ah, it's, like, it's over, it's celebrate. No, 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 it was none of that. It was all really? about the next game. And I know it's cliche, but for a team that's been through it, that lost the starting quarterback in Week 13, that Jason Peters Hall of Famer, you know, uh, you just Jordan Hicks, go down the list, the naysayers, the, you know, you could have been beating your chest, all that. There was none of that. It was, hey, man, this is not done. We got one more to go. And I'm telling you right now, I'm, 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 I'm giving it to you right now. The Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl. I hear you. They are yeah. going to yeah, win yeah, the Super yeah. Bowl. buddy. I am not backing off that. You can give me the five and a half. I'll take the points, as I did against the Falcons, <laughs> as I did against the Vikings. I'll take the points. But the Eagles are going to end the drought next weekend in Minnesota. And, that's,
5: and that's so refreshing uh, hearing like you hear kind of saying – in the locker room with Doug Peterson has really been preaching the entire year, which is one game at a time. And what we've been trying to echo inside of this room on this podcast, each one of these playoff games. And I said, it, God damn it. I can set it. When we were at Bucks County baseball company, I said, if you just take this thing one game at a time, the one opponent in front of you, you were going to blink and be exactly where you want to be in Minneapolis. i can set it from day one of the playoffs, and here we are now. Surprise, motherfucker! Surprise. Now they got it. <laughs> <laughs> they got to do it, and they've got the goat going up against them, in both Belichick and Brady. But this is going to be the ultimate test. Listen, I was kind of rooting for the Jaguars. I wanted to see the Jaguars because they're cut from the same cloth as like the Vikings, and I figured if we can beat the Vikings, we can beat the Jags. But wouldn't it be so much more satisfying to send the goat out to the sunset? Does he look like a bitch? To old Yeller, that son of a bitch, <laughs> and put him out the pasture uh, once and for all. I mean that Uggs wearing motherfucker. Yeah, I yeah, mean
7: if yeah, you want to beat the best, you got to beat the best. Yeah, right. Absolutely. I mean, get that fucking grin off uh, Belichick's face as you, you know, the confetti drops again.
5: I mean, that would be a, a
7: beautiful moment.
5: Somebody's gonna have to go out there and collect some confetti I know, for, for you. Yeah, yeah. I, I need to start a collection. Gail, you were there. You had a standing room only ticket. We, 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 we. Talked briefly as we exited and into the parking lot, yeah. But it was more of a glossy eyed looking at the stadium, just two kids, like wow, like we didn't even really get the chance to speak. What was that experience like for you being at the game? Standing first of all, where'd you stand?
7: I, I stood, uh, I don't even know where I stood, I was it was on the east end, okay. Um, but I was telling the story before you got here. Mm-hmm. Um, Late. I got I got here early. <laughs> I, I mean I got there early to get a spot. So I'm ba- basically playing jo- Joel and B boxing all these drunk motherfuckers out. So they're scru- the first pl- play when they intercepted that ball. When they intercepted that ball, I took an elbow to the back of my head, and i I think I might have been concussed because I felt it yesterday. Really? Mm. So uh, and then when I came to, he ran That's it back when for the I touchdown. Came to. So, so, then, <laughs> so these guys are screaming in my ear all game long, and they're, they're screaming to the left side of me. And the two, there's a, uh, a brother and a sister and a mother. They got there very early, and uh, I'm like, "Are they? Are they screaming in your ear?" She's like, "My kids are deaf." <laughs> oh, well, so they're well, they're well. signing to each other, and we're I'm high fiving deaf people, no, like, yeah, like not even really saying shit, but it was like this weird moment of drunk people on the right side and deaf people on the left side, and it was just. For every play, I had to box out and see what I was doing. So it was it was really weird. But when it got down to the moment where I when when it hit me, it was when it was happening. You know, I I started to choke up, mm-hmm. and, it, and it's like five minutes to go. I was like, "This is the bag I, now. I gotta have a moment for myself." I walked over, down by the staircase. I'm looking over the uh, you know the city skyline, and, and I start tearing up. I'm like, "This is this. I've been waiting for this. My blood, sweat, and tears. The Eagle fan is now." It's it's hit me. I'm walking the 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 the, the hallways course. of the link, just sitting there like mouthing like we're going to the fucking Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And when it hits zero, my dad fucking calls me. He's like, "Son, <laughs> going to the fucking Super Bowl, son." <laughs>
3: uh, so
7: it was a good moment, and, and I got got closer to the, the field, and just I looked at everyone's faces. You know, everyone's faces were, you know, just like mine. So I mean, I, I it's just amazing, man.
5: Absolutely. Amazing. amazing. Absolutely. It was, and you know what? It was amazing to exper- uh, experience that with you, man. Yeah. So I, I, yeah. I appreciate that. Long road. Yep. In the beginning, I said there's, there's no way that I ever would have thought on 4th and John that I would be standing up screaming In the into ear. the microphone that this is the 4th and John Super Bowl. pre. Like, it's still, I, I still mm-hmm. don't think we've fully wrapped our head around what exactly happened. Philly Mike, let's go, let's go. what was your experience?
8: Well... The tailgate was nuts, as usual. And then right after tailgate, we had it was like a real pain in the ass. Lacey was the MVP and drove me and a few other people to her house to watch the game because we know the experience from last week. But when we tried going to Xfinity, we couldn't even get in. So we went to Lacey's house to watch the game. I'm not going to lie. When it was 7 nothing, the Vikings quickly scored. The house was crickets. No one said a word. But after that interception by Robinson... Everybody was jumping off their feet, screaming. And then once the Eagles kept on, like, dominating from there, I literally T-bowed right in front of the TV. I was like, holy shit, this is freaking happening. Mm. I, I started sobbing, like, right when it was – I would have to say, like, right in the beginning of the fourth quarter, I was like, holy shit, this is happening. We're going to the fucking Super Bowl. Lazy.
9: So, um, like Mike said, we ended up at my house um, after I almost fought some teenagers Uh, (laughs) because we ended up in that part of the Uh tailgate parking lot. And um, so I ended up with Mike and Chad. um, Chizzy, if you're listening, hello. Um, And then I brought JJ, free, if you know who he is, and Nicole. um, But we ended up at my house, and it took us trying to get down Broad Street, and so we were so nervous. We were going to miss kickoff because we ended up leaving at, like, 6 o'clock. So we get to my house and like Mike said, like it was crickets and then it was just insane. We were all jumping around and I, I think my first tears came. um, I'm going to say after the second Alshon touchdown. Yep. And that's when it really started to hit me. So, um, JJ and Nicole Ubered back to Philly and they were like, you know what, we're going to go. And I said, you know, I just want to stay and watch the ceremony and the lifting of the trophy. And, um, I don't know. I think Mike got a video of me. I ended up sitting on the floor right in front of the television. And I had a water bottle like a little kid. And I had a water bottle in my hand. And we were just talking, me and Mike. And we were both just so emotional. We were like crying our eyes out. And we didn't even care. We were like, you know what? Uh, I don't care. Like (laughs) No shame. And and so I don't know why, but the knee, um, the final knee, just killed me. Like I just, I yeah. threw my water bottle at the ground and I started screaming my head off. And my go. my sister called me. My sister moved to Atlanta, so she um, so she called me. And then my parents came in and were screaming their heads off. They went to a bar and it was just like such a surreal moment.
5: Awesome, awesome. Evan, how was flipping pizzas? Uh dude, it fucking <laughs> sucked. Uh, <laughs> but first
10: things first. Let's see if uh, Brace is treating us all the Super Bowl tickets yeah, here yeah, yeah. for a second. Are you ready? What's the number? Numbers two, four. One, six, three, three, zero. No. No, you didn't. No way. You're lying. Brace. No! This. No way. I'm fucking with you. There, i I'm I put him
7: to sleep!
3: Put him put in a fucking bed. <laughs> put, put him in a bed.
5: <laughs> oh my god. I can't believe what the fuck I just saw. That was tough.
3: Yeah, oh,
7: that awesome. yeah. wow. That's some real trolling. Evan right <laughs> Grade A trolling right
6: there.
3: Like, I got three. And if He says zero. I'm gonna fucking run through this wall. <laughs> you sick? <laughs> I came to
1: see you had it. I didn't even know. Who knew? It. We're going I, to Disney World, <laughs> baby. him <laughs> in the bathroom. Oh Your God. face, man. Oh, who who <laughs>
10: knew? <laughs> so I, uh, I could give you the real numbers. What's Maybe the real you actually. Number? All right, the
5: real numbers are two two nine 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 two five. You sick? <laughs> <laughs> who knew? Now. That Evan Bubblegum here was gonna have the troll of the century. <laughs> wow.
7: Grade a troll. Wow! Wow! Yo, oh, that, that that like, <laughs> uh, I, you know, I, bought, it. I, I
5: bought, it. bought it. I bought
2: it. Oh
11: my God. I bought it. I'm like,
10: I hit. I saw. I saw your receipt it. sitting there. I was just <gasps> writing down the numbers on Google. You got, I'm like, yeah.
6: I got two two nine three three zero one. Does
10: that win me anything? Um, a pat on the back.
6: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, having, we're having a little microphone problem. We good?
10: We blew him out.
5: We good? Did I, I mess up? We're good? Up? Okay. All right. No, 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 oh, no. That was just goodness. everybody bouncing up and down and like, dude, you had me fooled. <laughs> 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 I I, uh-huh. I, fooled. I saw him looking at second. It's it we go go in go. my... Ah, na- uh-huh. son of a bitch. It's right. in my nature. I'm sorry. Right. This is your punishment. <laughs> you don't get to fucking talk right now because we're going to go, go right to the phones because we want to do it. Ralph from LA is on with 4th and John. Ralph... I hope we didn't blow your ears out with that that little with that little prank right there. How you feeling now that your birds are going to Minneapolis and representing the NFC in the Super Bowl?
12: Yo, I'm feeling fucking great, and I mean I'm feeling even more great and more happy because I'm actually gonna be in Philly with you guys to watch the Super Bowl game. And I got I I this is all an early birthday uh, gift to me from my cousin Cynthia. I got to give her a big thank you. She was able to pull some of her miles and fly me out there, but I'm I'm fucking happy we we finally made it to the big dance in 13 years.
5: So you you're going out there to the Super Bowl.
12: No, no, I'm I'm going out to Philly with you guys. Oh,
5: you're going out to Philly. Awesome. Dude, I I, I don't I, mean, I don't know many people that are going out to the Super Bowl uh A because tickets are what are they about, Brace? They're about
6: I mean 4
0: the, grand, you, 5 grand. The cheapest yeah. is like 46. Yeah. <laughs> they're
6: they're way up there. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Insane.
5: Yeah, so I don't, I don't, I don't know many people that are actually going out to the Super Bowl. But the one thing I can tell you is that even if I was offered a free ticket, I would probably not go. I mean, we, we've got a little thing going on. We're gonna, we're gonna give some more details as they come. But um, I want to celebrate that Super Bowl right there in the city. And I think you did an excellent thing by coming to Philadelphia for this. I
12: be mean, there's last time I saw you at the pier. You know, I told you I'll see you soon, and you looked at me, and you're like. I'll see you in February. I was like, fucking A, I'll see you in February. Super Bowl weekend.
5: Super Bowl weekend. I love it. I love it. All right. uh, Fucking A. Yeah, we're going to see you on Broad Street, man. Dilly, dilly. According to Sean Brace, we are going to see you on Broad Street. We're going to go to Justin next. Justin, you are on with fourth and John. Give us that feeling, man. Give us that pumped up. You're going to the Super Bowl, baby. How are you?
13: Oh, my God. I was in Minnesota traveling back from a wrestling match that I was at for for college. And I was coming back, and I was watching the game, and it was insane just being in Minneapolis, seeing all those Vikings fans speechless. They were doing the school chant at the beginning. I was like, oh, this is not going to be good. They come out on fire. I get so excited in the airport. I get a call from my mom and dad. They say, we're going to the Super Bowl. We're going out to Minnesota, and I am so excited oh. for February. On Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday. I'm so excited. It's,
5: it's it's going to be awesome, dude. It is going to be awesome. Next up, and we got a lot of phone calls, so we are going to blow through them. Uh, Brennan from Harrisburg, you are on fourth and John. How you doing, sir?
13: Gentlemen, lady, how are you all doing? Doing
3: fantastic. <laughs> how are you?
13: I think I'm finally recovered from Sunday. Uh, it, it took some doing. Yesterday was a little bit rough. I wasn't moving too good. I um, only got like two and a half hours of sleep after getting home from partying it up with oh, you guys. Jager bombs um, <laughs> not, not quite, but it might as well have been. Um, I mean, you know, you're, you know, you and I, we, we were chatting a little bit in the parking lot after the game. And you know, I said it then, and I was thinking about it on the way home. If you were writing a story, You know, your classic underdog story. You literally could not write this better. The Eagles have faced every conceivable conflict that they have had to. And you can't have a good story without conflict. Without conflict, you literally don't have a story. And now they get to face the ultimate conflict. Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. And I'm thinking there's no possible better way to end this story. It's going to be something that's going to go down in history. It's going to be legendary, and man, I can't wait.
7: Yeah, I mean, last week I was talking about the perfect script for Nick Foles, is, and he's the actor acting it out, and had, and had to give us an Oscar performance, and he gave us the most Leonardo DiCaprio fucking performance that he could, and I think it's just amazing on his part, but...
5: All right, thanks, thanks for calling in. Next phone call is.
6: Love. I love the fact you just <laughs> them up, lining them up. Pukey, Pukey, you're
5: all fourth and John. How you doing, baby? Pukey, what's up, guys? What's, what's happening, man? dude? I heard it's a full house over there. It, it it is a packed house, my friends, and we are so thankful to have PhillyInfluencer.com here with us, Gym. partying with us, Gym. and. Uh, we talked before we uh, went on the air that when, not if, but when the Eagles win the Super Bowl. not a mercy. We're going to be partying at Sean Brace's house. Doing hey, a little yo, oh yeah. yeah. In yes. That, in that killer basement that they have with Joel Embiid. JoJo staring at you. Yep. We, we might have to put a dog, well, we might have to like take a tape a dog mask to him. Dog or
6: mask Dude, or get Carson deep, Wentz right? on the side, yeah. There you go, there you go. So uh, you were at the tailgate. How you feeling, bud?
11: I was feeling good. I ended up
1: going home and watching the game at home, and
11: I don't really have that many regrets about it. But I had a hell of a time partying up with you guys for um, again, yet again. Um, I, I didn't tear up. I was just just like I was just like it was like more so of like a so happy type of feel that the Eagles are finally yeah, going to the Super Bowl, and just how horrible you know they've been. And mediocre they've been over the last few years or so leading up to this. Just it was just you know, I wasn't even crying. It was yes, just you like, did. A <laughs> <type> of... <laughs> but if they do win the Super Bowl, that might be a different story. That, of course, that's... I was at the Super Bowl last time they were in it. Face value was five hundred dollars for Super Bowl tickets back in two thousand five, and now they're twenty five hundred. It's just the guy was just become completely insane as how
5: expensive it's become well Ah, another one you rich motherfucker (laughs) well i'm telling you man just come and enjoy it in philadelphia that's the place you're going to want to be it's so reminiscent like when i saw videos of that party that was happening on broad street like i hadn't heard that sort of crowd noise It, it it brought me back sometimes a smell can bring you back you smell cookies, it reminds you of grandma's. Or
3: pork sometimes
5: roll. a song, you hear a song, pork or roll. pork roll, there you go. <laughs> or sometimes you hear a song that you hadn't heard since high school, and it brings you back to that girl you used to bang in the woods, you know, back, back there. <laughs> air, <laughs> air Supply. Air, supply, air does supply does
6: that. Air Supply does that
5: for me, yeah. But, 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 maybe but, but maybe I, I heard that crowd, that noise, that sound of those people on Broad Street, and boom, I was right back when in 2008 when the Phillies won the series i'm like i remember this noise it has a distinct pitch that pitches happiness that pitch is jubilation that pitch is philadelphia on fire Sean,
6: you were there right that pitch is a stone going through robinson's luggage and somebody getting a new uh, brand new suitcase out the, out the window yeah no <laughs> there was none of that thank god and that, that's my only pitch is when this does when this does happen no destruction all right no yeah. destruction party your ass off climb as many poles as you want get nuts uh, but just, you know, we we can't get, you know, lighting things on fire, stuff like that. Yeah, exactly, Al, exactly. Can they go streaking, though? You can go streaking. You can do whatever. You can punch each other. I don't care. You want to <laughs> fight each other. That's fine. Just You know, don't beat the face property and shit like that. Then There's no time for that. But, hey, you know, those are the things that will happen. We'll take with a Super Bowl, all right? That's all that matters. Put an end to this drought. That's all that matters.
5: And, and dude, like, um, it was kind of weird. Tony, were you at the NFC Championship game? No. Sean, were you at the NFC
6: Championship game? Uh, 2004. Yes. No, no, I was not. No,
5: Adrian, uh, no. Not, not it was a little different in this in this fact. Like uh, people were asking me, was it as loud in the link for this one as it was in 2004? You got to understand, the 2004 game was a close game. Like Chad Lewis's tiptoe end zone catch is the thing that iced it. And, my, and don't quote me on this, but maybe six to four minutes left in the fourth quarter. So it wasn't that last second field goal to win the game. It wasn't that uh, last minute turnover, the scoop and score to ice the game. What it was was just like the crowd was just like, can we fucking get this game over with? Just give us our goddamn trophy. We you know, we want to go party on Broad Street. Like like it was a little bit weird. it was a little bit weird in the fact that it was such an ass whooping and that game was so in hand so early on that the crowd was loud during those as you mentioned it, Lacey, like the Alshon Jeffrey touchdowns and of course that initial interception. But uh it was just a different vibe, but man, I can't wait to hear that Broad Street ringing like it used to in '08. There was no play. If you can get your ass down to Broad Street some way, somehow, after the Super Bowl, trust me, it is the best night of your life. I promise you. I promise you. Are you going to make another Carson? I'm going na- to make another baby just to name him Carson. That's, a, that's, a, <laughs> that's exactly what I'm going to do. Let's, uh, let's go to Brother Frank. He's been on hold for a while. We appreciate you standing by. Brother Frank, how are you, sir? What's going on, 4th and John family? How y'all feeling? Uh, we, we are They're we are a mile high. I feel seven foot tall, and that does not happen. Man, I've been on cloud nine
12: ever since Sunday. Like, nothing could piss me off at this point in time. No, I can but... get into a car wreck, whatever the case may be. Let's not say that, now. Let's not speak <laughs> into existence, my friend.
5: I'm just saying. It, no, I'm not speaking
12: into existence, but I'm just saying that's just the the level of excitement and happiness that I feel from what I saw Sunday, man, it was amazing.
7: Now, brother Frank, are you how are you feeling going into the Patriots? Now, are you feeling as confident as you did last week going up against Big Bill?
12: To be honest with you, I feel I feel just as confident because I mean, ever since the starting of the season. I've had a confidence about this team. I think you've all seen it on Twitter for Mm -hmm. the most part. Yes, sir. I was confident going going confident into every game. Wasn't worried about anything. I'm going to keep the same vibe going because so far it hasn't hasn't went bad for us. So I just want to keep that same positive energy. And I really think we'll beat them. Now, if I want to get bold about it, I think we can do the same thing we did to –
3: the Vikings. Too fucking oh, easy! Wow. Oh, all right.
5: Okay. That, you, know, you know what? That would be it. I'll take it any way, any way I can get it, um, whether it's a blowout or the, the, the one thing, speaking on Brother Frank's confidence. Even if you aren't confident, even if you're looking at Tom Brady and Bill Belichick and is conjuring up those memories of 2004 and and, and those bad feelings like, how in the world are we going to beat this team? How many times have the Philadelphia Eagles been in a position where we look at the opposing team, whether it be the Carolina Panthers, whether it be the Atlanta Falcons, whether it be these Minnesota Vikings, whether it be the Los Angeles Rams, we look at it and go, I don't know how this team is going to win. And then they go and they thump people, not just win, fucking dominate people. So even if you have your reservations about the New England Patriots, and trust me, I do as well, you can't put it past this team to pull off the miracle. Because as Gail put it, this ragtag group of underdog castoffs just keep proving people wrong.
2: The Eagles have the formula to beat the Patriots, You think of their defensive line, you think of the Giants, 07-2011 and what they did. So you look at this Eagles D-line and what they've done with Brandon Graham in third down situations, lining him up as a defensive tackle. You have to collapse the pocket on Tom Brady. That's how you beat him. Mm -hmm. So you look at 07 and what the Giants did, Justin Tuck, they would line him as a defensive tackle. So you just get after Brady and that's what you do for 60
5: minutes. Paging Vinny Curry. Paging Vinnie Curry.
14: I'm so glad they're wearing white jerseys because we're going to know how much we're going to get to Tom Brady in this game. Oh, you want some blood, dude? We, we were just talking about naming babies. And I know you're already going to have a Carson, E. I think uh, you're going to have to name the second one Nikki.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and
14: don't I recall you saying that if Nikki Foles gets to the Super Bowl and wins it, you're going to get his tattoo? Oh, I heard oh, about Oh, the... oh, oh, oh uh, Wait, 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 wait.
3: wait. Uh, Is there
14: tape?
5: Is it, did, did I. Ju- Whoa, Justin. Nelly. Justin, ah, behind the glass, now. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to delete every previous ah, episode. Uh, uh, I want you You said you were going to get the truth. it on your ass, too. I was gonna no no I did yeah you did, yeah, did. <laughs> yes you yeah, did yes you did, yeah, did. No, there I is didn't.
6: a tattoo shop running a special on this one I, I'll look it up right now but it's like a wonder dog with a Nick Foles jersey hundred dollars it's a pretty cool tattoo I'm just saying it might not be your style but you can get a good deal right now.
3: <laughs> oh.
5: oh my God! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I t- t- yeah, yeah. Trox brought that up. I totally forgot yeah. about yeah. the Nick Foles mm-hmm. tattoo motherfucker. Wow, I am going to be permanently linked and inked to Nick Foles for the rest of my life if he this up. All right, well, listen, y- y- your boy E-Rock's a man of his word, um, and I guess we're going to have to just make a Twitter video out of it. We're not going to show my ass, of course, because nobody wants to see that, but, you know, we, we, we will make it happen. Let's keep the phone calls rolling. You got to help me out. I can't see the board. Pale
2: from Boston might be a
5: Pale from Boston. Uh-oh. Okay. Patriots hey, fan. On,
3: Put him in the Nick fucking well, up
5: to the Super Bowl. Well, well 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 let listen. We were criticized for being too harsh on opposing fans this week. So whatever you have to say, I want to give you your platform for an uninterrupted twenty seconds to get whatever you have to say off your chest starting now.
12: Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm an Eagles fan.
5: Oh, not... shit. Oh, my, oh, yeah, my God. I okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. well, am the guy behind the glass. I'm yeah, the... in the bathroom. Welcome, welcome to the welcome bathroom. Welcome to the party. <laughs> so, so you are in Boston right now.
12: Oh, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm originally from London. I'm a li- I've been an Eagles fan since 1991. I have the misfortune now of living behind enemy lines. I've been getting abuse all season. I've been getting abuse since Sunday night. I mean, I'm fucking amped. <laughs> um you know reading the newspapers over here
7: they've already written their name on that trophy they've already
2: written their name
7: real
5: wow they've already written their name on the trophy wow. what else have they been saying to you up there in bean town oh
12: man. oh man so today in the office just happened to be grabbing myself a cup of coffee hearing a couple of guys just have a conversation saying yo we're a blowout win. I think it's coming this Super Bowl. That Eagles team ain't all that. I was just right. biting my tongue. Kid. They don't know what the fuck's going to hit them. I'm glad they're wearing white. I want to see how much Brady's going to bleed in this yeah. Super Bowl. Yes, after. my yeah. Yeah. friend.
5: Give a tip on. Yes, my friend. I love it. Thanks so much for calling in. And I'll tell you what. When the Eagles win that Super Bowl, you can go into the office, and I want you to say exactly this. <clears throat> To all you Patriots fans, this is your Boston Tea Party, and I want to teabag each and every one of you in your mouth with these nuts. Be, Dude, poli- it, be as polite about it as you possibly can. But I love it, man. Thanks for calling in. Sorry for calling your Pete. Pay- we saw Boston up there. We thought, yeah. oh, the enemy's already trying to infiltrate the 4th & John show. But I'm glad you're representing not only for the UK, but you're representing for Philadelphia up there in enemy territory. Let's go to Rob from the Madness Podcast. Rob, you're on with 4th & John. How are you, sir? Well, I'm doing
11: great. How can we not be doing great right now, everybody? I mean, this is... This is the quintessential moment for Philadelphia fans, is it not? I mean, <laughs> you, yes, sir, You sound, you sound <laughs> alive right
7: now. You sound like you're living the dream dude. Right I, I,
11: it it's, it's one of these – you know, you guys were talking about welling up. I started welling up Saturday night in preparation, so much so that when I got home my wife said to me, you know, I think it's really funny how you well up over a football game, <laughs> but not
5: when I was walking down the aisle. No! <laughs> well. You know –
3: <laughs> well, so, well, you the, know what? It, that it,
5: it, it's going to be a different type of happiness. That's what you tell her. Yes. That's what you tell her. Well, I explained it. My brother-in-law actually came to my defense and said,
11: my, my love affair with the Eagles is 33 years old.
5: Exactly. I've known
11: her since 2011. It's a little bit different. I still love her. There's no doubt about it. I still love her.
5: I still love <laughs> her. <'cause> absolutely. <laughs> you, you, you know, my, 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 my father corrected me one time in front of Jackie because I said the 08 Phillies winning the World Series. That was the, the single best night of my life. This fucking microphone. Are we good, Justin? Are we yeah, good? good? All right, so uh, where was I? My father corrected uh, me in front of my wife because I said the single best night of my life was, was when the Phillies won the World Series. And goes, dude, you have kids. And I'm like, yeah, but them little sons of bitches are seven. Like, I've, I've, been tra- I've been chasing this Super Bowl. I've been chasing them around for seven years. I've been chasing a Super Bowl for 36 years, my friend. Listen, it's a different exactly. type of happiness. It's one of those happiness, like, I would I uh, equate it to maybe a rapper or a musician, or an athlete that finally made it, somebody who's been dumping their soul and their passion into something that has been, up until that point, unsuccessful, and everybody told them that you couldn't do it, that it couldn't be achieved, that you were worth nothing, and then all of a sudden you make it. It's a different kind of happiness. It's a different kind of tear shed. Where are you watching the Super Bowl, my friend?
11: We're up in the air. I got a bunch of friends in the area.
5: I'm thinking
11: getting to the city. I got to get a babysitter for the daughters and find a way. But I'm with Sean on this one, guys. We're winning the Super Bowl. I I have no doubt in my mind right now. How could you not believe? Right. and, and, And part of that is this. Dynasties are made to be dethroned and have to pass the torch. Why not pass the torch to a team that has all these guys under 25 or 26 Who's ready to become that next NFL dynasty? This is the beginning, right now, for us
5: Philadelphia fans. I'm telling you, awesome, great point. Thanks. Thanks for, hang go, on, I,
6: well, I just want to say this. Good call. Didn't I just tell you that in Wawa? Mm-hmm. I met up with Gail. I saw him just you know walking through, like, "What up, Gail?" And I was like, my only point that I'm going to say is, I feel like this is just the start, man. No matter yeah. what happens, right. This is uh, just the start. Oh, geez, this God. team is is stacked. They got playmakers. As long as Carson Wentz is healthy, I think that they're going to compete year after year after year. Watch out.
8: Next Sunday, we're ending the Patriots era with Belichick and Brady in their all their Super Bowl run madness. <laughs> it's over next Sunday. <laughs>
7: The team's
2: The team's not only stacked. You got all these guys locked up until, like, 2019, 2020. The defensive line, the only guy that's really not locked up is is Brandon Graham. Offensive line, you got Lane Johnson in here for a while. So, they got these guys here for a couple years. This this
7: could be a real fun run here in Philly. They're building a nice foundation. There's nice foundational pieces. Like, we got corners. We got... Quarterback, we got you know
6: it's 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 we're in a good position. You don't win fifteen games and then lose all those players along the way and not be a solid team, you know. And yeah. and then it's just as long as they continue to stay with that same frame of mind that built them this way. And Howie and whether Douglas moves on or whatever, bottom line is they're they're set up for years to come. And like I said, I, to me it always revolves around Carson. But I guess. Nick's showing you, hey, as long as you got a good team. And Foles is locked up, what, for two more years, right? He signed a three-year deal, right? Was it three like years? Okay. I thought it was a two. Was it two? Okay. I thought it was something like that. Year year. Well, we got a quarterback controversy on <laughs> <in> our hands. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> I'm joking. No, no. I am joking. And, 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 I am playing. And listen, I, I
5: don't, I don't, don't want to talk dynasty, but I do want to take a little glimpse into the future because you guys did an excellent job of touching on it. When you take a look at this philadelphia eagles team and you take a look at some of the other nfc teams that have made it to the super bowl they've crumbled the year before look at the atlanta falcons the carolina panthers so on and so forth the difference between them and the philadelphia eagles is you have the front office person of the year and howie roseman But all these free agents need to do is take a look at the camaraderie that this Philadelphia Eagles team has, the fact that they genuinely love each other. They love their coach. They love playing for Doug. And they know, like an Alshon Jeffrey or a Timmy Jernigan, that if you come here on a one-year deal or one year left on your deal, that you will be handsomely rewarded for playing your heart out for this organization. So not only are the – I completely agree with you. Not only are the Eagles set up for a Super Bowl victory, right here right now in two weeks but they are set up for long-term success in the future as a destination point for other free agents as well
7: the, the thing I love is like at least I, I feel confident about the people the brain trust about them recognizing talent to bring in if they have to lose some guys next season I have faith in them that they're going to bring the right pieces in to replace and we're, we're balling on a budget right now and yeah it's amazing
8: yeah
5: yeah Plus the draft, you know, they got to make the smart draft picks, which is looking like, you know, Sidney Jones got a little playing time. Barnett, of course, Gumby, as they refer to him, uh, is, is playing phenomenally. You got a guy like Corey Clement, yeah. was an undrafted oh, rookie geez. free agent.
7: Did you see what he did to Anthony Barr? Oh, God. God, are you
2: serious? Are you serious? So, uh, so before the game, I'm like, all right, so the Eagles aren't going to be able to work the flats because you got Anthony Barr and Eric Fucking Kendricks. A. And then you see Corey Clement spinning out of his tackle. Uh. just
5: Undrafted. Unbelievable. That is amazing. Meanwhile, you got a dude like Elijah Qualls who shows up to the fucking tailgate. Which is unreal. Who showed up to the tailgate. Unreal. Yeah. Like 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 I'm taking a picture for uh college uh Collegeville Bakery out there. They sent us over a couple of you know, eagles, tomato pies. And a lot of the times when I'm at the tailgate, my <laughs> head's down because I'm, you know, doing beer bong baptisms and this person's tapping me on the shoulder and that person. And then my mom's fucking bugging me because she wants me to go <laughs> beat her coworker, And then I got the kids there, so I got to make sure they're okay and Jackie's happy. And then I got to go make sure that this guy is not puking too close to the – yeah, we had a puke. Yeah. And, so, and so my, my mm-hmm. head is spinning during the tailgate. Gail's the one with the clear mind. So he's usually the the one out there on the forefront, shaking hands, kissing babies, you know, just meeting people. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's the baby. one. He's the one that came over and was like, "Kyle Brandt is here from uh, from NFL Network." And I looked at him like, "Who the fuck is Kyle Brant?" Like, like a lot of times I just can't <laughs> it's register. fucking Kyle, Kyle Brant. Like God a lot of times when, when, when he t- when he talks to me, like I can't. So he comes up to me. I'm holding this fucking tomato pie. And he's like, Elijah Qualls is here. And I'm like, all right, whatever. He's like, no, you don't understand. Elijah Qualls is here. And I, and I fucking screamed. Who the fuck is Elijah Qualls? fucking Qualls. I said, who the fuck is Elijah Qualls? Like, I totally fucking forgot. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> and then he's like, he, 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 he grits his teeth like your dad does when he's mad. At, he's an eagle, you asshole. And then I was like, holy shit. And I look, and there was this giant defensive tackle just...
7: Hanging out. The funniest, the funniest shit is like a lot of people didn't know it was Elijah Qualls, and I had Me to keep telling like, you all like, know yeah. Elijah Qualls is right. You might yeah. want to talk to him. Yeah. So I'm sitting there, I'm like. Uh, you know what am I gonna say to him? So I was like, I don't wanna be weird, but uh, weird, how he, how strong is Fletcher Cox? <laughs>
4: you know what's funny though? Like last week, and I, and I talked about the tailgates. Like how many from Minnesota, everybody out there? How many NFL Network people showed up at dirt tailgates? How many ESPN people filmed at dirt tailgates? It just doesn't happen. Dude. It doesn't happen. So that that you know, this is big, man. This is real big. He, he was like, Fletcher Cox is so strong. He <laughs> plays with people. He just chucks him out of the
7: way. Country strong. Uh, he, should, he was just giving gems to I was like, yo, if you want to know anything about the Eagles, go up to him. He's like he's like uh what's his name? He's the funniest uh Chris football. Long is the funniest guy on the Eagles football team, he said. Well, that's awesome. Maybe and, we'll, and another guy clear, stopped yeah. uh mm-hmm. I mean, the assistant special teams coach, <laughs> Matthew Harper, showed up to the tailgate after the the after after party. So
5: yeah, we're we're hanging out in the parking lot. And these dudes walk by, and I, we were just giving high fives. <laughs> Thing day, everybody had beers. He's like, you got a brew? I'm like, got a brew? I just hold up a 30-pack of Bud Light. And he takes a beer, and he's like, yeah, thanks. And he goes, yep, you just gave the coach a beer. And he walks away. And I'm like, "Gail, was that? And Gail's like wide-eyed, like, oh, my God, you just gave one of the assistant coaches <laughs> a, celebra- coach, yeah. a celebratory dilly-dilly, Philly-Philly dilly dilly. Bud Light. <laughs> by the way, how awesome was it? that the? Did you see that when the king did the Philly-Philly did yeah. speech? That was That's awesome.
6: Great. Yeah, Bud Light definitely taking it to another level with this. And and it's funny. And, and shout out to the Philadelphia Eagles getting both uh, beer money as well. Because, like, where I come from, you know, whether a radio station whatever, you either get Bud Light or Miller Light. The Eagles run the dilly-dilly, and then, like, that disappears, and then Miller Light goes right up after. Uh, you got to love that, man. Yeah. They're getting that money. They're yeah. sponsorship uh-huh. getting that money. they getting that money. Absolutely.
5: Uh-huh. Let's go to uh, Kevin from Hershey on the phones. Kevin, how you doing, bud? What's good, 4th and John? Everything. Everything is fucking good.
13: (laughs) You're damn right. Um, I just got to speak on, like, a number of things here, you know. I'm 22 years old, okay? Going on 23 here uh, next Monday. And uh, I'm hoping that in the same week I get a little delayed birthday present, so to speak. All I've known in my short life as an Eagles fan so far is just coming up a little bit short. And that's me nuts my whole life. And seeing the flea flicker to Torrey Smith, I was watching the game in my brother's house, okay? And once the flea flicker to Torrey Smith went in the end zone and I knew it was happening, I just couldn't help but just drop to my knees in just utter disbelief that like what I was watching was true.
5: No, I I, I I love it absolutely, and th- and that's the beautiful thing. The Philadelphia Eagles just recently put out like a tweet of kind of fan reactions, whether it be at home or in the stands. Our our boy, our boy, uh, boy Zompy made 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 a, made a little. Little appearance Is he a
6: Giants yeah. fan Is he an Eagles fan What is his deal? He, He's an Eagles fan He's an Eagles fan He's an Eagle fan he's an Get fan. Giant yeah. country. I thought he was a Giants fan
8: Believe it or no. not His cry, He did a cry video While he was at the game And that video made it On the Eagles uh, I would say What was it their, One of their little Hype videos yeah. today yeah, that's he, His video of him crying Made it on the Eagles Official Eagles video today I forget what
6: we argued about But he blocked me And I blocked him Or whatever and you know. <laughs> we, we gotta hug it out We
5: gotta hug yeah, it I out got, I, oh, I, I got a feeling middle. That I'm gonna need To take a look At my bl- blocked list, and just start unblocking people, just for the sake of like, we're going to the Super Bowl, yes. no, no, you know what I mean, this is we're the city of brotherly together. love, we're going to we're gonna all wash the sins away. We're, we're all go- high in here. We're, we're going to be high in here and everything, and we're going to wash the old hate away, and we're going to bring in a new regime of lovey-dovey. Again, going back to the intro, the Eagles are about to change everything. Mm-hmm. And thank you for those kind words you said, by the way, about the, um, ab- about the tailgate. We try to do you know, a, a, a positive. We've had opposing fans there at the tailgate. There was a Minnesota Vikings mm-hmm. at our tailgate fan at our tailgate, and besides the occasional ball breaking and the occasional asshole chant, which is to be expected. You're in Philadelphia. I mean, that's gonna that's going to happen. You should expect. Like, that sort of thing. But it was all kind. It was all love. You know, he wasn't talking smack. He kind of knew his role. You know, just shut up and just blend into the background, and we won't break your balls too hard. I mean, he
7: got a pulled pork sandwich. We we didn't force-feed him him taco dip or anything. You know, he he, he had a good time. I mean, but there's some guys that showed up from—one guy showed up from Sweden. Yeah. Yeah. One guy showed up from Guatemala.
5: One guy from Puerto Rico. And two
7: guys from Australia. I mean, just the most random— Great tailgate and a lot of great people.
5: But that, but that, but that's what we try to do. We try we on on this podcast and at our tailgates, we try to bring people together, which is which is kind of why. So it's it's kind of disappointing to see all the negative backlash right. uh, that Eagles fans are getting this week for the behavior of a very select and drunken, inebriated few um, that were either chucking beers or you know at the team bus or chucking beers at fans. And I, you guys know me in the studio and those listening. I don't condone fan violence in any way, shape, no. or form. I'm all about, hey, you love your team. We love our team. Let's just fucking party together and have a good time. Um, I will say this, though, and, and it's not in defense of those Eagles fans. Um, I have never seen that type of behavior pointed at an opposing fan base. Uh, not Dallas Cowboys fans. Not New York Giants fans, not Washington Redskins fans, not even uh, New England Patriots fans when they would come down and enjoy a game at Lincoln Financial Field. But Vikings fans, don't fool yourself if you don't think that your squad being up on those art museum steps doing that that skull chant and dressing up the Rocky statue, which many Vikings fans have come back to me and said, well, it's a fictional, why are you so upset? It's a fictional character. That's not your fucking choice to decide. It's not your house. I don't, you know what I mean? I, I don't sit in your, in, in your father's chair and fart all over it and say, whatever. It's just a recliner. No, it's dad's favorite recliner yeah. that you're farting all over. Don't, don't do that. And the fact that we were all looking at that stuff, mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many people shoved their cell phone into my face at the tailgate and say, look at Are this. You, look at this. Look what they're doing, and how many, how many DMs and ads I got with this, look at this, look what they did to the Rocky statue, look what they're doing on the art museum steps. You had people there that basically ignited that sort of ill will, All that right. sort of fundamental you just tried to kick us in the balls. And going back to it, I got a great explanation from a Vikings fan on Facebook and that video on Facebook got like already a quarter million views so I, and, and 1,300 comments. So I can't go through all of them and find it again. But the basic premise of his comment was, I didn't appreciate how you guys treated the Vikings fans at the link, but I sort of understand it. And when they did that initial skull chant, I said to myself, this is just bad juju. You're asking for it at this point. And he said those people that were there at the game did not represent the average working class, average Joe, you know, Vikings fan that sits there in the stands in Minneapolis. What that base was was basically the upper class... White disposable income people that had the uh, income or the disposable income to buy a ticket for a ridiculous price. Buy another one, you rich motherfucker. And fly over to (laughs) Philadelphia, which was not a cheap ticket, and stay in Philadelphia, which is not a cheap hotel room. That was your upper class disposable income, wealthy white Vikings fan who has never had an individual like, looking like Tony stick his middle finger in your face or tell you fuck you or call you an asshole. Well,
4: like, Tony's a gang member asshole? now.
5: <laughs> yeah. So quite frankly, the, the, these high-class Minnesota fans with their noses in the air thinking they're cute on the art museum steps simply didn't know how to react to us calling them out. And so now you hear stories on Facebook of I saw a Vikings fan pushing a stroller and somebody said, fuck you to the baby. Who does that? First of all...
6: I
3: apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Way
5: to go, Sean. First of all, why would you bring a baby to an Eagles game wearing opposing colors? I'm sorry. That's just bad parenting. Maybe you shouldn't put your child in that position. But above all else... I smell bullshit. Yep. Half of these stories coming out about Eagles fans, I smell bullshit. These people keep fucking sending me messages, going, "Well, the the violence and the and the and the and the vitriol coming out of these these Eagles fans are spewing hate." Give me an example. Show me the video. Show me the police report. I, you know what the one guy does? He screenshots a, a Facebook post that said that my mailman, my mailman's father had a friend who was at the game. Who saw Eagles fans hold a Vikings fans that da- Viking van down and urinate oh, on him? Come yeah.
3: on! Oh, yeah. no,
6: yeah. Fuck off!
5: No! Wait. Fuck off! I'm just gonna what say the this: hell? There was a
6: sporting director with 103. And Tony and I were talking about this oh, yesterday. Yeah. 103,000 followers on Twitter, big following, and he was saying shit about batteries. You know? And I'm just like, bullshit! You're not getting batteries through the metal detector. You are not nope. getting them through. And if you are, show me. Just take a picture of the battery. Yeah. Just show me one picture of a battery, and I will take your word for it inside that park, inside Lincoln Financial Field. Don't go to freaking Wawa and bring them out the package. Yep. Yeah. All right? Bullshit. There was no batteries. You're not getting batteries in that stadium. I am calling bullshit I need the receipts. on everybody.
5: Yeah.
6: I've seen a video
5: of Eagles fans kind of grenade-lobbing beers sure. at Vikings fans who, quite frankly, were just minding their own business. If that was you... Don't come back to Lincoln Financial Field because that is rookie amateur hour bullshit. And quite frankly, if we're ever going to get rid of this this uh, misconception of snowballs at Santa Claus and and booing our team and throwing batteries, we need to get over lobbing beers at opposing fans. We got to police I, our own. We got to police our yeah. own. Yep. And, 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 and I am all 100% for that. I saw a video of beers getting chucked at the bus. Listen, when I was a kid, uh, we used to tailgate in an m M&M and lot. That's where the opposing buses used to pull up. It was my weekly tradition to give the <laughs> finger to the opposing bus. Doing that is one thing. Chucking beers and bottles is another. If you are that fan, never come back to Lincoln Financial Field. I am a big... Sean, you couldn't have put it any better, policing your own fan base. We have got to do a better job, but you know what, Minnesota Vikings fans? You shouldn't have sat up on the fucking Rocky steps. Listen, I hope you learned your lesson, and we don't condone violence here, but the next time you rich, prissy motherfuckers (laughs) decide you want to go to a city and act a fool, I hope the same thing happens to you. I do. But Eagles fans... Knock it the fuck off! Yes. <laughs> All right, DC Daryl is up next on Fourth and John. DC, how are you doing, my friend?
2: Yo, I'm just recovering from Sunday. Like, really, my body hurts, <laughs> <laughs>
11: but I'm happy as hell.
5: But your I, heart, I but your heart is, is glowing. One
11: more game. One, one more game.
5: One more.
8: One more. That's,
11: that's
6: but,
2: but my my concern Sunday was one person on Fourth and John had a birthday. And they said they don't they love the birthday wishes and everything, but all they wanted was to go to the Super Bowl. How'd you enjoy your birthday gift, rock?
3: Oh, I loved it.
5: I loved it. Happy birthday to me. Hey, listen, uh, the guy's got a cake for me with Pitbull on it. (laughs) We had to. I I guess I had it coming considering I started the tradition of putting people's goofy pictures on cakes for the birthday at the tailgate. So I had that coming, and I appreciate the green icing bath that I got.
7: The lady that was making the cake, she was looking at me. She's like, who are you making this for? I was like, he looks like Pitbull. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, why are you getting fucking a bull on a cake? I was like, whatever. Just make it. Just just (laughs) just make make it. it. Just
5: make it, (laughs) little woman. So, I mean, going into this game, are you feeling confident? I know we're like a little under two weeks away, but how are you feeling going to play the Patriots again?
11: I I wanted the Patriots. Everybody said that
2: Jacksonville was the perfect matchup, but after 2004, like, that I left a bitter taste in my mouth, and the fact that we get them again and we get Tom Brady's
12: half a finger stitched up ass one more time, we're going to beat his fucking ass. Make sure they wear that white jersey because you get to see, like you said earlier, the blood, the 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 the, the,
2: the grass stains, everything. We're going to hit them often and hit them fast. Um, I, think, I
7: wanted the Patriots. I think I like like about this Eagles team that they play determined football. You know, like, you know, like he was saying, I mean, the Patriots have been there, done that, you know they might not be as hungry but this eagles team they play with determination and heart i mean one heartbeat every week so that that's got to be exciting
5: love it Daryl. thank you and then you. i remember oh fuck well, you, well, you know well, what dun, that that, dun. Was, that, yeah, that was my bad darrell <laughs> i apologize what so- the- <laughs> ah! Something you got to understand about what's happening in this studio. We got so many people, we have only a few earphones to go around. Mike's not wearing one. I gave him the signal to move on because we got one last caller that go we're going to take. Birds. Go, burn! <laughs> go, Yeah, that, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Like, you see that video? There's a. Go there's, birds. There's... Go <laughs>
8: <birds>. Yeah, that <laughs> one.
5: There, that, that one. <laughs> and, that, and, that, and that's the perfect example of what that Minnesota Vikings fan was talking about. Just a drunk. Eagles fan doing nothing but leaning back and saying go birds and some high prissy soccer mom in his face going (laughs) you need to respect Minnesota the way you would want to be respected if you were in and all he's screaming is go 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 (laughs) (laughs)
3: Go
5: Yeah, he was possessed by the the devil you know what I mean it's like they couldn't handle it. They got their asses kicked and didn't know how to take an L. Uh
6: shoulder pad, not Sean, shoulder pad guy, the other guy going, Tom Brady, I wanna fuck your wife. Uh, he was a little out of control, uh, too. A uh, little out, little of, out pocket, of control.
3: Yeah, a little out, out of control. Yeah, a
5: yeah, little, little <laughs> bit. A little bit. However, that dude with the eye patch on the street. Yes, yeah. yes. yes. Big dick nick. Yes. Listen, everybody loves a good <laughs> dick job. Don't, don't, uh, don't judge the Eagles fans by how they behave. On the streets. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. Like, that celebration. You want to, if, if you want to bash it, because I see fucking KFC Barstool oh, composing yeah, a video. That fucking, do you guys got a relationship with Barstool No, none
6: whatsoever. No. Okay, good. Go so right ahead. So
5: Talk about garbage. Like a bitch. Yeah, so, so so this lowlife piece of shit, uh, <laughs> who cheated on his wife while she was pregnant, is now going to get up on camera and talk about Eagles fans and how they're filth and how they're trash. Who yeah. the fuck is this asshole? I don't know why they keep trotting this son of a bitch out there, but, dude, don't don't mistake celebrating Eagles. That's our, that's our st- time. What we do on our time is none of your fucking business. What happens in the stadium? You want to criticize for that? Getting a little out of control, Tom Brady? I'm gonna fuck your wife, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah, you, yeah. you can knock that guy. It's a little over the top. Yeah, yeah, so but bad. but if we we will drive a goddamn dune buggy up the art museum <laughs> steps <laughs> if we want to because it's our city and you can kiss our ass. Give me motherfucker. <laughs> and as Sean said earlier, if if uh, not if when we do win this yes. one. Don't burn the fucking place to the ground, please. We need a city for a parade. And chances are, I don't know what you heard, but that'll be the Tuesday after the Super Bowl, correct?
6: Okay. No, I didn't hear nothing. It usually is. And remember what Belichick did. The last time around, he used that shit against us. Uh-huh. I don't know if it was the Daily News or the Inquirer, but he read that parade route oh, the yeah. Saturday night before the Super Bowl. So, no need. No. They, you know They don't need any extra motivation. We'll hold off on the parade routes. Bud Light, shout out to them. They said they paid off the bet. Dilly, but, dilly. dilly, dilly. But they didn't want to jinx it. They said, we'll talk about it after we win the Super Bowl. So, please, just do that.
5: All right, let's go. Last caller of the night. Let's go to Chris from New Jersey. Chris, how are you feeling tonight, my friend? Hey, boys, we all we need. Remember that. We, all we, we all we got. We all we need. Remember that.
12: Absolutely. Hey, man, shout out to my man from Guatemala to share my first baptism at the tailgate. Shout out to him. <laughs> he is. Hope we had a safe trip home, you know what I'm saying? But, hey, man, look, man, we going to talk that cash shit, man. <laughs> Vikings Twitter, you're soft. Cowboys Twitter, you're all soft. You come, you get what you ask for. So i ain't going to feel bad about him.
5: I ain't going to feel bad about him.
12: At the end of the day, next week is Patriots Week, boys. Let's talk that money. That's all I gotta say.
5: You know, That's you, know it. you know, you know. Would know be awesome if now we get to talk shit to Patriots Twitter. Oh. You know what I mean? And all their because ra- not because by proxy, if you're able to talk shit to Patriots Twitter, you're then in turn able to talk shit to Giants Twitter because they're the ones pounding their chest about we were the only ones to be able to take out Brady. Yep. That's what I fucking love. This team is on the cusp of, we will never get asked again. Y'all ain't got, how many Super Bowl rings y'all got? How many parades y'all got? How many trophies y'all got? Because we'll have one. And if they decide to play that card, well, we're like, oh, well, you've got one. Oh, yeah. We've got five. You know what we get to say? Bitch, when's the last time you won yeah. one? Because we're the defending Super Bowl champs in the NFC—it changes everything. The entire narrative about Philadelphia Eagles fans will change if they can just win one more one game. game man. I love it. it it's, it's, it's it's weird. It's weird. I, I mm-hmm. working
8: in
7: NYC. I mean, all you know, I work with all Giant fans, and they're like, as a Giant fan, uh, you're going against the Patriots. You guys the Eagles, and I'm getting a lot of love from Giants fans rooting against the Patriots. Yeah. Why? Good luck I don't, Pat Why? Good luck with Pat Turmer. Weird. Good luck with Pat Sermer. Cool? Weird.
3: I would never root for an NFC East I don't
7: know. I was like, You're nah. talking to my guy all wrong. Hello, dude. It's
12: wrong tone.
5: <laughs> when, when the Giants won that Super Bowl against the Patriots the first time, I was living in Philly, and I was like so depressed, and everyone was like, dude, it's not the end of the world. I'm like, you don't understand. Another NFC to East team chalked up another Super Bowl victory. Meanwhile, we're sitting here, the birthplace of the nation, what was once upon a time the nation's capital, one of the most important and historical cities in the United States of America, and we're literally fucking Whoa. surrounded. Uh-oh. We are surrounded no. by by frigging Super Bowl trophies, whether it be Boston with five, New York, the the Giants got four, the Baltimore. fucking Jets got one. Ravens. The Ravens got two. Washington's got, Steelers. what, three? The, the Steelers. Steelers, I yes. forget how yes. many they fucking have. Motherfucker, I just need one. Just one,
3: just one, just one.
5: one before I die. <laughs> Is that asking for too much? I will give you the next ten years of... Hey, of... hey,
7: hey. No, Not ten years.
5: That's <laughs> Carson's I, just, just one. I just need one. I just need one before I die. Hey, Mike, are you ready to roll let's with the Twitter it. questions? Because actually, it. Tony, I want you to sit in this seat, all right, and grab this microphone. Don't grab it because the wire's a little wiggly. But let's let the Philly influencer crowd let's do it. answer some Twitter questions, fourth in John style. Let's do it.
8: All right, from first que- all right let's do it. First question from Jarek Logan. He says Are you guys more confident this year against the Pats or from the Pats from 2004?
6: Uh, Adrian, you go with this
10: one. Well, <clears throat> I'm a lot
2: more confident now because back in 2004, that was a Patriots dynasty. It, it was in the midst of, what, two Super Bowls in three years. So you look at this Patriots team, not as good of a defense. This defense can be had. They struggle with screens. You've seen Jay what he's been doing in the playoffs, off the screen game. We saw it with Corey Grant and the Jaguars. Agreed. You can do that. I talked about the defensive line and how you can get after Brady. They have a recipe to get after him. They can do this. Absolutely. Look, that defense
4: was so desperate they signed James Harrison, who couldn't play for the for the yeah. Steelers. So
2: yeah, and
6: they got no pressure. Top five defense, though. They got no yeah. pressure. Who's the top five? Patriots, Patriots are top five defense. Since they, when? They finished top
3: five.
4: They finished top five.
6: All four teams were top five defense at the get end. Out of yeah, here. yards against. How about that? All fourteen. Oh, were against
4: overall. yards against. I thought you meant overall. Oh, okay. That's
6: that's what I mean. What do you judge off? Points? Well, yeah. I mean, again, I think because I
4: thought they were twenty ninth.
6: And points, I guess? No, like okay, the overall as a defense, no, that's all. I thought they were 29. Yeah, Or in yards, one or the other. But top four defenses. Our four teams were top five defense. Damn it. <laughs> next hey,
5: question, please. Hey, 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 real quick. Before we get to the next question, just to let you guys know, because we were running a little late, all right, the stream, for all you streaming, it's going to cut out at some point. However, the rest of these Twitter questions will be downloadable on the SoundCloud, on, on uh, New Media Studios, on the iTunes. So if you missed the last little 15 minutes of this show, don't worry. Uh download it, listen to it again. It was a lot of fun. Make sure you listen to the part where Sean Brace got fucking punked oh out God. of a quarter million wait, dollars. I can't wait to see this video. I uh, can't part of wait to that see that this video. <laughs>
6: I can't wait to see this video. Give me points against though. Points against. Yeah, well, how many points do they give up per year or for the per game? Anyways, uh, next question. Uh, we'll
8: it. do we'll do the next question while they're at it. Yeah. So the next question from Benny B nineteen eighty two says Do the Burrs start twenty nineteen with fools and let Carson has his time to recover, or do we trade fools? I'm assuming we win the Super
4: Bowls way he says. I think you, it's all depends on his recovery, right? Yeah. I mean you can't just say I'm gonna start Foles to ease him into it. Yeah, you know, it's all about his recovery. And I think me and you have talked, Sean, right? I said I don't really think he's gonna be ready for the first game. No. I, I it's my fear. I, I, you know, I know, but you know, maybe game four, but either way, now nah, you gotta roll the Everybody with heals legs differently. As
6: as and if you can have Foles start the season and ease uh, Absolutely. what went into it, I think that's the best case scenario.
2: You can get a second round pick for Foles, though. Oh, uh, you
4: want to shade somebody else again? Oh,
2: hell yeah. yeah all, all of a sudden, yeah. I consider
4: doing that.
5: <laughs> pa- pardon me while I stick my fat face into this microphone again over over Tony, but I just wanted to give a quick shout-out to our boy Trox, who doesn't get a lot of mic time, but is part of the team. Yeah. For all those who watch <laughs> these, uh, these videos on YouTube, all right, they're edited by me, they're shot tremendously by Trox, and for all those who look forward to seeing their Twitter questions answered on Twitter and posted on Twitter, that is also Trox. So we appreciate Cheer. all the hard work that you do behind the scenes, buddy. Bye. I'm a i swear, I, swear.
4: I got plenty to fucking
14: say. I just can't. <laughs> <laughs>
8: <laughs> all right, so we got another question from at the infamous B. says, have you guys seen a more butthurt fan base than the Vikings? Ooh.
4: Oh, uh, ahead, Sean. Well,
6: I would say this. Uh, I thought Boston. What was the recent thing? Patriots fans were, like, crying about something. What was it just recently, a couple weeks ago? Uh, they were whining, and it was just like, you got to be kidding me. They were really, really soft for a team that's won championship after championship. Vikings, last time they made the Super Bowl was 1985.
4: So they're hurting. Let me just let me just say too. I was going. Listen, Minnesota fans, you bleed purple, which means you bleed Barney blood. We bleed green, which is the American Hulk, uh, Ultimate Hulk blood. So we're a lot better when we bleed green. What was
6: that Mm. damn Patriots thing that they were all upset about? It was a couple (laughs) weeks ago. I forget. But yeah, the the fan base was all crying about something very soft, very soft.
12: Well,
2: they 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 were talking that ish for a week. Yeah. You know, Nick Foles sucks. You guys only scored 15 points against the Falcons. Well, they only scored 14 earlier this season, but you know they don't want to talk about that. So they they were talking and talking and talking. They got exactly what they deserved.
8: Oh. I love it. What I love, love it. Here? So next question is from at Fiji J. She says, "Do you think Tom Brady will retire after we destroy his dynasty uh. next Sunday?"
4: <laughs> no way. No, he's no right. I, I say
6: he's, three more he, years. Yeah. I got he's three more years. Forty-four. They shipped Jimmy Garoppolo out for, so he could play more. No, he's, he's got more in the tank. Yeah, definitely.
8: Alright, that was easy enough. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so next question is from at Nick Carpretti twenty five, I believe that's the last name. He said, Do you think we have a slave advantage having Blount and Long from last year's Patriots
4: team? Uh, it definitely helps them with experience. It helps them in a the locker room. It helps them, you know, define the moment. But yeah, absolutely.
6: Yeah, I, I think uh, a guy like Chris Long is a is guy that you could pick his brain. Not saying that LeGarrette. I, I just think LeGarrett's more of a hand the ball off, run it straight type of guy. I think uh, Chris Long could really break it down going up against that offense. All those, you know, how many years was he in New England? See so one, one not, just one year? Uh, yeah, was, well, I, I, just, one. I thought it was two. Okay. One, yeah. Okay, well, I, I think you could go pick Chris Long's brain a little bit more than like Garrett Blount on that side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Chris
2: Long had to get after Brady. That, that's what you look at.
5: Oh, and while I stick my fat face <laughs> in the microphone. <laughs> Again? Talking, He's on the other side. Yeah. In a not, not only are they tremendous players that are playing important roles on this team. And not only can you go to them to kind of pick the brain of of Josh McDaniel's offense and Patricia's defense, but they'll know if those motherfuckers are trying to cheat us again. (laughs) Ah, I love it. Because I still haven't let it go, the fact that the Eagles were cheated out of a Super Bowl. So, Bill, Billy boy, asshole, if you're trying to cheat us once again, we got a couple of your boys on our side this time. And you can tell them. (laughs)
8: <laughs> so next question is from At the man himself. from Uncle uh, that's Something for that But he says was, what was, was that the loudest you have ever heard the link This Sunday Trox Come on buddy What, what do you think yeah. You were there Trox. Come on Trox Say something yeah, on the Trox. mic
14: Somebody Here I got I, you buddy Give me. I, I've, I've been to a lot of playoff games And I have a really good record Of sitting by myself in playoff games Because I'm on my own When it comes to playoff tickets My dad's like I gotta turn my back on you, you know, I have my seat Go find your seat And you know what? Last week's game against Atlanta, that was loud. That was really loud. Even when the the lights weren't on, I mean, not the lights, the the live feed wasn't going on at home, we were Uh, still rocking that place, even when the cameras weren't on. But you know what? It was a different feel. It was very different, just because how bad we were kicking their ass. We just didn't know how to react. (laughs) <laughs> we just kept looking at your neighbors and just smiling. <laughs> and just be like, motherfucker, we're going to the fucking Super Bowl. He wasn't ready. <laughs> <laughs> priceless. Priceless. That's all I can say. It was priceless. And, uh, yeah, I was there. That's all I can say.
6: We're going to I think
4: the fucking the, the super, super Bowl, motherfucker! You know? it's great, man.
8: Hey, you want to play your fat face on this one?
6: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
5: <coughs> Fuck you, Mike. First. <laughs> se- se- second of all, you know, you know, it- it's hard to really tell what was louder. Um, I-, I said earlier last week that the uh, 2004 Super Bowl or the NFC Championship game was a little fuzzy for me because, like, it, w- it was it was wrapped up in a lot of emotion uh, dealing with my grandfather who was battling cancer. He sat next to me. We thought this was the time that we were going to see it, and he was going to see one before it passed away. Unfortunately, you know, that didn't happen. Um, I just feel like this Super Bowl or, or this NFC Championship – well, the Super Bowl. But this NFC Championship game was like we kicked our asses so bad, I feel like it was a little quieter, and you had that just – that enjoyment yeah. like we didn't need to be loud the team was being loud enough on the field so it was a lot of smiling <laughs> there was a lot of bro hugs there was a lot of just in all like look can you believe this is happening it didn't need to be loud But How we loud enjoyed was
2: it, it when patrick robinson scored the oh that
5: that was that was uh mayhem that, that might have been one of the besides that chad lewis you know toe tapper in the back of the end zone mm-hmm. that might have been the loudest i've ever heard of him
6: Shout out to the fuck Giselle bunching guy Once again yeah. <laughs> Shout out to him uh, Giselle
4: getting, getting props tonight
8: <laughs> Alright so next question is from <laughs> At Movies on the Rocks He says my erection from last week Still hasn't gone away Wow! In fact
6: it's gotten even worse you
8: I see
4: What do to you you go? I, I, one of those 24-hours uh, yeah. patient emergency.
6: <laughs> I think Cialis. Cialis to tell you, if, if you're hard for over 24 hours, you got to go to a yeah, doctor. You might so. take a safety pin. Either that, that or something. just go get a wet towel and put it over it. Maybe. Yeah. maybe I, I,
2: I love my man, EDP, but just think about him streaking across Broad
6: Street. There no. No. Nah. Nah. No, no. We don't are want a picture that.
8: That's how, you, now. how you fix
6: it. <sighs> well, just call Giselle. Oh, there you go. Call Giselle. There
8: you go. There you go.
6: I wasn't under there. Okay, my bad. Yeah. Uh.
8: So, we got another question from at O'Carriage. He says, uh, Say we're up by three with three minutes remaining and have possession. Would you him. trust the O line and running backs to engineer a drive long enough to leave Brady with a very minimal time? Or would you stay aggressive and go for the kill shot in the end zone?
4: Oh, that's tough, man. That's tough. I, don't,
8: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I love this one. I mean, I just. Just say, win yeah, the freaking yeah, game. Yeah. Whatever All right? it is, yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's tough. Stay,
6: you know what? I'll tell you what Doug's going to do. He's going to stay yeah. aggressive. That's what he. That's big what balls, he said. Big told balls, those, He told everybody before the game started. Uh, uh, Frank Reich was at the podium today, and he said uh, the only thing that Doug said pregame was that make sure you stay on me and stay that make sure that I stay aggressive. And he did exactly that. So I don't think that's going to change for the Super Bowl. Yeah,
3: uh, I love
5: it, and that uh, that ends the Twitter questions, right? Oh, Adrian, Adrian, oh, go Adrian. Oh, yeah. I was just reading.
2: it.
6: But I just- yeah, that's all right.
5: Well, we we appreciate everybody that called in. We appreciate everybody that tweeted in. We appreciate our friends over at PhillyInfluencer.com for taking. We appreciate the invite. Yeah, it is awesome. Thank you guys for coming. Thank you all for coming. And uh, trust me, when the time comes and we do get that parade and we do get that trophy, when when we we win. we will certainly return the favor and have a big ass party and drive your wife absolutely nuts. She'll be like, "Get these heathens out of the house. I don't want fourth and John anywhere near. I don't want them. We're going to move away. We're going to find another house. We don't want these people partying at our house anymore." Well, wow.
6: Look forward to that. And as I said to Gail, uh, we were talking at at the Wawa up the street. I said, this is year two for you guys, right? Season two? Season Mm -hmm. two, yeah. Dude, season three. I I mean, I just think it's going to be so big for you guys. So uh, keep kicking ass and taking names, man. What a season for you guys. And uh, keep keep doing it. Keep doing it big. Appreciate it. Keep keep fighting
5: the good fight. So next week, tune in Tuesday once again. At eight o'clock, assuming that I show up on time, which is the first time I'm I've ever been late over for a show. Here. Who starts yeah. a
6: podcast on time anyway?
5: So <laughs> I, I usually, dude. I, I am usually here at seven. I'm waiting <laughs> for Justin to unlock the doors because I got to sit here and wrap my. I can't just run in and do an intro. I didn't have anything prepped. I didn't have anything written down. But uh, you know that is the case. Sometimes you face adversity. Right, Philadelphia Eagles? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes Absolutely. when everything's in doubt, you have to overcome what's in front of you. Isn't that right, Philadelphia Eagles? Yeah. Sometimes, just like the little podcast that could, you have got to take this ragtag group of people that nobody wanted yeah. and put them together and make magic happen. So as we always do here at the 4th and John Show, it's it's a little tradition of ours. We got to let the fight song ride out because we are going to hear this thing two more times. I'm sorry, three more times on this very show before we take this this thing off the air for good. And when we do, we will be raising that Vince Lombardi trophy and your Philadelphia Eagles will be world champions. So say it loud, say it proud, say it with your chest.
3: E-A-G-L-E-S. Eagles. Eagles.
13: Eagles. You
6: want Eagles football? We're
13: talking Eagles football. You're listening to 4th and John. Wait, what the f*** is a John anyway?
2: The Eagles are headed for the Super Bowl. Go Bears!
3: Go Bears! We're going to the fucking Super Bowl, motherfucker! <laughs> it's electric! It's electric! Oh, Go, no, no, talking to my guy all wrong.
12: It's the wrong tone. Get the fuck out of here! Put him in a fucking bedroom. Oh, he no. needs some milk!
3: Finish him!
1: Fuck your couch! Does he look like a bitch? Buy another one, you rich motherfucker! We're going to the fucking Super Bowl,
0: motherfucker!